Welcome, friends of Journey of Being a Disciple podcast, where I want to share with you all God is teaching me on this journey of being a disciple. Episode two, here we go. Let's keep it rolling. My goal is in the next two weeks as we're in quarantine, kind of, and just like the stay-at-home lockdown thing going on, is just to kind of get season one of this whole thing going down. I'm trying to do 10 episodes uh, and just cap off season one, and then I'll keep a little schedule after that. But I don't want to stop what God is doing right now and what he's putting on my heart. So episode two, here we go. A little life update so you know what's going on. It is Sunday when I'm recording this episode, and I've been church hopping all day. I'll be honest with you. I've been going to different churches online, and it is so much fun. I did watch my own home church discovery this morning, but it's just so interesting to look at how different it is now in the scene of going to church of how everything is online and a pastor in Cape Coral Corey Demmel he put on Facebook Instagram like oh it must be super easy now to church hop because everyone's online and that's so true and it's so it's so true about different things though because it's been easy to watch all these mega churches like Elevation Transformation uh Hillsong uh, church home, mosaic. It's easy to watch all their services because they're live and they broadcast and they have big productions and all that and they're able to do that. And it's been interesting though to watch like some of the smaller churches or some of the churches that aren't mega churches just do church online. And one of those churches is like my sister's church, Central Church in um, Michigan. It's so awesome just to see how they're doing Facebook Live still and have interaction and God's still moving in ways in their church, even online through Facebook. I have a friend here in Orlando. He is on staff at a church over in the Ocoee area, and it is awesome to see they're still online and they're on Facebook and watch their services and just watch them all develop how they're going to be doing stuff now because it is very different for some people. People that don't, these churches that don't have great production and not even call it great production, just have the, the production people to do everything. They have like 15 camera operators, they have a broadcast person, they have audio, like they have all these people on staff for that. But some of these churches that just have like their basic just pastors, they're learning how to do church online. It's awesome to see how they're doing that. And it's just been fun to go to other churches, see what they're doing. I encourage you, if you have time in your week, just go listen to another church. Just go watch what they're doing, listen to the word that they might have, because God might have something for you in that that message that their church might be bringing. So I encourage you to do that. And uh, I'm also this week getting ready for my two-week kind of work-at-home thing where we are not going to our church because they they told all non-essential workers not to go. So our offices are closed at our church, and I'm just going to be staying at home, working on a routine, trying to see if I can take some time and disconnect from my social media, disconnect from my phone, turn off my TV, go do some work in my dining room, I kind of set it up a little bit to be like a little office so that I can respect that space and be able to just go do my thing over there. So really excited for what's going to happen over there, uh, not over in my dining room, but try to see where this is all going to go with these next two weeks and even all of April, how it's going to look with uh, our services at our church canceled and everything. So really excited for what that's going to be. So uh, let's start off with just prayer. I believe that's the best thing to do right now and just start this moment with God and invite him into this time. Heavenly Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for everything you're doing in our lives through this time. God, I just pray right now that you may come into this time with me, Lord, that I may be able to share what is on my heart that you've put there. God, I pray for whoever's listening to this, that you may soften their heart and may it be open to what you have to say to them, God. You are good and you are great and we, we love you. 
Thank you for everything you're doing with all this tech and able to connect us in this way. In Jesus' name, amen. Now to get into today's topic, the title of this episode is If God's in it, I want it. If we see God at work around us, we should want to be in that. And the crazy thing is that God invites us to join the work that he is doing in and around us. So to just start off this, this episode with a story, I want to let you know about the first mission trip I went on. I went on a mission trip to the DR last year with our student ministry team. I was able to be the admin, so I was helping lead it with our pastors of, at our LFA campus, Cody Stanley, and I had a blast. I had so much fun with the students, had so much fun just being the hands and feet of Jesus and being able to be in the DR and see what he's doing. And I was able to see so much and learn so much, but there's one thing that I took away from that trip, and it was that God is in the Dominican Republic. He is in the Dominican Republic, and he is working. And I was able to be a part of that, and it was so much fun so encouraging, so eye-opening to see that God was doing something there in the DR when it just seems like on mission trips, we're going to go help people and show them God. But at the end of the day, I think they showed me more about God than I was able to teach them. And they didn't even realize that, but I did. And it was awesome just to see that. And in that trip, it was so pivotal for me to just know that God is working there. And that I was able to be a part of that. And I wanted to be in that. I, like this year we, we were going to go again. We got postponed. But I was like, I did not miss the opportunity when they said we're going again. Are you coming? I was like, yes. God's in the DR. I want to be a part of that. And God is also inviting us into that. The crazy thing is that I didn't know about that trip until I was on staff. But being on staff, Cody said, hey, Roberto, do you want to be the admin for our dealership? I said, yes, right away. And that was his invitation to being like, Roberto, I want to show you something. I want you to be a part of what I'm doing here in the DR and these students' lives and what they're about, what's about to happen. You, I want you to be the admin for the trip Will you do that. And I could have easily been like, I don't know. That's going to be a lot of money I have to raise. I just, I didn't ask questions. I immediately said yes. I was like, God's in whatever this is. I want to be in it. And this year it was like, I'm not even going to hesitate. I want to be in this again. So that's my story about like how I know God's moving and specifically in the DR. Now, I, I told you guys that if we see God at work around us, we should be a part of it. And I want to be a part of that. That's what they're saying is, if God's in it, I want it. But here's the thing. We have to realize one thing first. And there's two things we're going to cover in this podcast. And the first thing that we need to realize is God is always at work. God is always at work. We have to realize that in order to see his invitation. In order to be like, hey, I see God at work. I want to be in that. We have to realize God is always at work. The second thing is that he is inviting us into his work, okay? So there's two things we're going to cover. God is always at work, and he is inviting us into his work, okay? So let's start with God is always at work. So we're going to look at John 5. John 5, for the context of God is always at work, this is where we're going to look. The context of John 5 is Jesus is at a healing pool in Jerusalem on the Sabbath. He sees a sick man, and he healed him. The Pharisees are criticizing Jesus because he was healing on the Sabbath. This is something, that's the context of this. Before we jump into verse 17, it's just Jesus is at a pool, a healing pool on in Jerusalem on the Sabbath. He heals someone. The Pharisees are all mad. They're like, why are you healing on the Sabbath? They also like tell the man, like, why are you getting up from your bed and leaving here? It's the Sabbath. He can't be doing that. 
and they go to Jesus and they're telling him like, how could you do this? How, how like blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're like kind of like just criticizing him. And Jesus's response in verse 17 is this. My father is always working and so am I. That's what Jesus says to these Pharisees. And in verse 18, it mentions that the Pharisees hated him even more because he called God his father, making Jesus equal with God. Now, like I said, Jesus replied, my father is always working and so am I. And the Pharisees were really angry about that. And in Hebrews 13, 8, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. If you believe that Jesus is God, then God must be the same as he was in Jesus' day. So if we believe that God, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we believe that Jesus is equal with the Father, we believe that the Father is always working, and so is Jesus Christ. You can believe God has not stopped working, and that he is always working around you. This is where that song like Waymaker just hits so hard with, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. We have to believe that he is always working around us. Jesus says it to the Pharisees when they like start criticizing him. Just, my father is always working, and so am I. We believe Jesus is the same as the Father. We believe that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We believe that he was working back then. We believe that he is currently working today in any circumstance we're in right now. And we believe that he will continue to work forever. If you can believe God hasn't stopped working, then you can believe that he is working in your life right now. Never stops. Never stops. Even when I can't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. Love that song. So we have to realize first that God is always at work. Once we realize that, we can then go into the part of God is inviting us into his work. God's always at work around us. Now we can accept the invitation and we can look at that God is always inviting us into his work. Now, a question I always get is, how do I see God at work around me? And I was doing this study, this book study with my discipleship group called Experiencing God, and it really pointed out this story that I think is a good way for us to think about how can I see God at work around me. And the story was in Second Kings 6, and it was about Elisha and his servant. They were in a city, and they were surrounded by an army. The army was like surrounding them and... It looked like they were going to die, and the servant was terrified. He was freaking out. He like he thought he was going to die. He was like, oh my gosh, ah. But Elisha was calm. And then Elisha prayed, Lord, please open his eyes, his servant, and let him see. So the Lord opened the servant's eyes. He looked, the servant, and saw that the mountain was covered with horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Only when the Lord opened the servant's eyes did he see God's activity all around him. Now, I think that's a key part of all this, is that Elisha prayed that for the servant. Lord, open his eyes to see what you're doing. Let him see the, what, what, where you're at work right now. Even though we are in the middle of this crazy situation, there's an army surrounding us, we're about to die. Like It looks like we're about to die. But may my servant be able to see what I see. He prayed that to the Lord, and then it said that the servant opened his eyes and was able to see it all. Now, there's a question I have for you when we think about how do I see that God's work around me? Because if, if, if God's inviting us into his work, 
We have to see what he's doing around us. And the question that I have for you is, are you asking God daily to open your eyes to see what he's doing around you? If we believe that God is always at work, and we believe that he's inviting us into his work, we have to be able to see that invitation. We have to see where God's working. We have to see that. And there's something that I currently I currently always pray now. Ever since I did that, that study with my discipleship group, I just constantly now pray, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes today to see where you're working, that I may take the invitation and I may join you. May I be able just to see that, God. Now, that is something that you have to pray daily because it's very easy for you to wake up and be flustered. You could wake up late and you could just be doing stuff and you, and you don't have the time now. Like you're, you're rushing and you're getting past things. You're missing opportunities now because you're just, you're just so caught up in the world and you're missing opportunities that God's trying to show you that he's working and he wants you to join. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to ask God, pray to God, just ask him, open my eyes, God, to see what, what you see, God. May I be able to see where you're working today. Now, there's the part of seeing where he's working. And now, with God inviting us into his work, you have to take the invitation. And this is where I jump into Luke 19. Luke 19 has a great story in there. And it's a great part of where Jesus is trying to be in God's work. He's, he's not trying. He's succeeding. He's, he is God. But he's trying to see where God is working the Father so that he may join in that work with him. So, in Luke 19, he enters the city of Jericho, and a crowd surrounds him. And with the whole crowd surrounding him, there's this guy named Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus cannot see Jesus because he's a little bit shorter than everyone. And it's very easy that when you can't see someone or anything like that, you just leave. You're like, okay, I'll, I'll just hear from someone else what happened when Jesus was here. But no, Zacchaeus, tax collector, everyone hated him, he was a bad guy, he decided to climb the tree. That was uh, across the path that Jesus was going so that he could see Jesus walk by. He wanted to make sure that he saw Jesus that day. And then Jesus going through the crowd, he is seeing everyone. And then all of a sudden he sees Zacchaeus in the tree. And what I think Jesus thought at that moment was this. Man, Jesus, the father must be doing something within that guy's life in that tree right there because everyone else is on the ground and they're all just like flocking towards me and like all that. But that guy decided to climb a tree just so he could see me. Just so he could see me, that guy did that. And if he's doing that, God must be doing something in that guy's life. And I want to be a part of that. Because God's working in that guy's heart for him just to climb a tree to see me. So I, I think that's what Jesus was thinking when he, it doesn't say that in the Bible, but I, I'm just going to go ahead and think that is that Jesus saw Zacchaeus in the tree and was like, there's something different about that guy. He, he's on a tree. He is elevated. He's up there. And he says, Zacchaeus, come down here. Come down here. And he calls him down and he's like, I'm going to stay with you. And he stays with him. And everyone kind of judged Jesus at the moment, but Jesus was like, I, I want to be a part of God's work. I'm not going to pass this up. And everyone's like, well, that's a tax collector. He's a bad guy. He like steals money and all that stuff, and he's a bad rep and all that. So he stayed with him, and it tells it in the Bible like what happens. Salvation comes to that household, comes to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is like, I'm going to give my money back to everyone. I'm, give, I'm not going to keep it. Like I'm going to turn away from all that. And it was amazing to see all that. Jesus always looked for the activity of the Father and joined him. Salvation came as a result of Jesus joining his life in the activity of God. So once we know 
that God's working and we're looking for opportunities and we're looking at for his work. We're asking him, like, God, please open my eyes to what you're doing today. And you're able to be in, you're be, being able to be places and see him working. And then you're like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take initiative to join that. And he was able, Jesus was able to join that, that work with God that he was doing in Zacchaeus's life and brought so much life transformation in that. It's so important that once we see that, once we know that God is working and we're able to open our eyes to that and pray to that God opens our eyes to see that, we need to accept his invitation. Okay, there's the three concepts, the three points that we're covering. It's just that he's always working. We need to ask him to show us where he's working. And then we need to accept the invitation to join him. Now, to talk about this a little bit more, I have a story that it happened to me where God was working and I saw and I accepted the invitation. And I went to Tin and Taco. It's a taco place here in Orlando. Amazing food. If you're in Orlando, you should go if you've never been. But it was after church. I was with a couple friends and... Our lead pastor, Don, was talking about just how we are a reflection of God and how how we treat our servers, how we treat the people on the road, how all this stuff, all, the way we treat people is a reflection of God. And I knew that was like a really good word because I, I, I used to be a server and I was like, the way people treat me, it just like I know they're not a Christian sometimes when they like treat me a certain way or I wouldn't know. It's just like the way they act, it reflects God. And that's very important, especially when we go to restaurants, when we're driving, when we're at the supermarket, all that stuff. It's just, it's so important. And we were there at Tin and Taco, just having a great time, ate our food. We were finished with the meal, just sitting there. And this woman named Elise, and it was so funny when I said Elise, and she's like, yes, a lease of a house. So like a lease, a lease is my name. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And she came and she's like, hey, can I take any of your trash? And... I was like, oh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I just, she came back and she was like getting some more trash. And she said, oh, are you guys from church or something? I was wearing like my name badge uh, for the prayer team. And she just could tell that we were from church and we were all dressed up pretty nice. So she asked us and I was like, oh yeah, we are. And it was great to just get start that conversation. And easily it could have been like, well, just come to Discovery one day. Hope you have a great day. But no, God immediately was like, remember what Don told you? that the way you act and the way you treat people is going to be a reflection of me. And I I want you to ask this woman something. And I was like, okay, no, no. And I remember I was like, okay, here we go. And I remember right before she left the table, I said, hey, is there any way that we could pray for you today? And she broke down. Like, it was so crazy to see. And I did not expect this at all. She's like, well, actually, yes. And she started just talking about her grandmother, how she's a little bit sick and how she's in another city and not city, but like another state. And she couldn't go see her. And she's like really nervous. Her grandmother means a lot to her. And it was just so heartbreaking to hear that. But she needed to get off her chest that day. And I was like, definitely we'll make sure we pray for your grandmother. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I remember that girl was so changed by just us asking that question to her. And later in the day, I... I found out that the owner of Tin and Taco goes to Discovery and I I got to know who he was and we kind of like talked about that and it was awesome just to hear this story about how this woman and we were able to help her out in a way that she was able to go see her grandmother but it's just awesome that if I did not ask that, if I did not accept the invitation from God to say like, hey, how can I pray for you today? A random lady that just asked to take our trash could be like, yes, thank you so much and continue my conversation with my friends. I just knew that when she came up, God was like, there you go. I was actively looking 
for where God was at work. And when I saw it and when God pointed it out to me, I was like, okay, this is the person. And it literally changed that woman's life. I haven't seen her in a while since I went to Tim Taco the other day. And I remember I was like, is Elise here? They're like, no, she just left. I was like, no. And I, I invite her to church when, whenever I see her. But it's just so interesting how God was at work in that situation. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was going to happen. I was just, I asked God that morning, please make me aware of what you want to do and where you're going to move and what you're doing in people's lives. And then in that service that day, Don talked about how, how we treat people at restaurants and how we treat people everywhere is a reflection of God and how then we were in a restaurant that afternoon. And it, man, it was an only God situation. Like everything was orchestrated by him and he was working in that. And neither of us knew that was going to happen. And I just knew immediately that God was working in her and it was, and she noticed we were from a church and I was like, I got to ask her, how can we pray for her? And there's even a guy, he's, he's the FCA dude for New York. And I met him a couple weeks ago with our team and he took a second to ask the servers in Spanish, like, how can I pray for you? And one of them said, just pray for me and my family and all that. And it's awesome just to see how he even was like, he does not stop because he knows God's at work all the time. He always like asks people, he's always asking servers, Hey, how can I pray for you? And it's like that one time is all you have to get to know that you're supposed to be in that work. You're supposed to be in, you were invited into that. And with Elise, that's what happened. Uh, me and the friends that were there, we were able to just to comfort that girl in that time of need that she needed of, of so, so, so much pain that she was feeling and, and stress because of her grandmother, but we were able to be there for her. So it was an awesome experience and it's just a, a point of God's always at work. And we have to open our eyes to it, ask God to show us. And then when we accept that, when we see that, we have to accept the invitation to be a part of it. And that was such a powerful moment, just not just for me, but also my friends. We texted about it later. And I remember sharing it in staff meeting. And it's just been impactful on my life specifically on just that one point of, man, if I did not accept that invitation, if I did not join in God's work with him, I would have not been able to see all that and be able to to spark my faith in that. I remember someone came up to me after staff and was like, that's so amazing to hear that. They're like, it's so glad to hear that God's doing stuff like that. So just to recap, guys, it there's three points. God is always at work around us. He is always at work around us. Just remember that. God, it, he created the universe. He knows every hair on our head. He is the alpha, the omega. He is always at work, okay? And we must ask him to show us how he is working. Just like Elisha prayed for his servant, God, open his eyes to see. May you just start praying daily. God, open my eyes to see what you're doing today. May you open my eyes to see what you're doing in this world and how can I be a part of that? And may I accept the invitation to join your work. We must accept the invitation, friends. Accept the invitation to be part of God's work. God's always working around us. We must ask him to show us how he is working. And we must accept the invitation. Okay, friends, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to just listen to what God's put on my heart. I'd love if you could like and share this podcast, let people know about it, and just put it out on your socials. And also let, leave a review. Let me know how, how you think this is going. Let me know your thoughts. And would love to hear what you what's God been putting on your heart during this time. And if you would like, put in the com- I don't know if there's a comment section to this, but 
just let me know what you want to hear about also. I'm going to be taking some time in the next few weeks. And everything I've been covering is, I do know some stuff about it, but I'm really digging into the word and trying to find out what God says about it. So let me know what you want to hear about. I have some weeks planned already, but if there's something that someone says or people are saying, I would love to cover that topic also in this first season of Journey Being a Disciple. So let me know, leave a review, like and share this podcast. Also, follow me on socials on Facebook. We have a page, it's Journey of Being a Disciple. Go on there. We're going to let you know when episodes are live. We'll let you know if there are any snippets or any comments that I have coming up. So follow us on Facebook. On Instagram, you can follow me personally on birdo.walls. That's my handle. So add me at birdo.walls. I'll be putting on my story when we're live. Hopefully I can put some snippets of, of some of the content that I'm putting on my feed. But would love if you can give me a follow there. And just keep in the loop with what we're doing. And we would love for that to happen. Now the next episode, episode 3, we're going to keep it rolling like I said. Episode 3, we're going to be talking about death. Now this is kind of like dark and morbid, but trust me. With God, there's always a happy ending. And I want to talk about that. I've gone through death in my life. I've had some people pass away and I've had scares and all that. But at the end of the day, there's such reassurance in God. There's such truth in his word. So I'd love if you could join us for episode three. We're going to just talk about death, okay? And like I said, it sounds really bad. But trust me, at the end of the podcast, I feel like you're going to be uplifted. And it will be so reassuring and encouraging to you. So join us for episode three. That'll be coming out soon. Follow our socials for when that is out. Thank you so much for following us guys today, listening to this podcast. And just want to tell you, like the title of this says, if God's in it, I want it. Look and pray for God to show you what he's doing around you. Accept that invitation because you want to be a part of what God is in. If God's in it, you should want it. Thank you so much. Have a great Easter day.